Wow. Um, we've pretty much covered an awful lot uh, throughout your whole career, seeing Invictus help you get through, um, and then you you leave the military in 2018. I did, yeah. And so we're now in 2020. What was that transition like for you? Um, was it was it quite, quite kind of easy? You mentioned about being outside that camp, uh, you know, jobless, single, and what was the third one you said? Unemployed. Unemployed. Uh, that's jobless. Sorry, no, jo- sorry jo- <laughs> unemployed, single, and homeless. And homeless. Yeah. So so what, what was that tr- transition back to civilian life for you? Well, it could probably be made a lot easier without being unemployed, homeless, and single in one go. Um, so... I I decided that I was going to start planning my uh, resettlement and my transition uh, about a year before I left. Once I signed off, I was like, right, okay, that's that's it. So uh, for those of you who don't know, signing off is when you formally hand in your notice to the army and you have to give a minimum of 365 days notice. So And this was 20... You this signed is off 2017... 20- 2017. 2017, yeah. yeah. And you'd you completed 24 when you when you yeah. left. Okay, yeah. yeah. So um, so I was like, right, okay, uh, what do I want to do? So I came up with these ideas that I was going to open my... I went on a business course. I came up with the idea that I was going to open my own archery coaching range where people could turn up, shoot, do this, that, and the other, and stuff like that. Unfortunately, during that business course, I suddenly realized that I the throughput that I would have to have in that range and the prices that I would have to have in that range to make it a, va- a valid business option was just unrealistic. Um, I'd have to have, I think it was something like 150 people turning up shooting per day just for the overheads. And that was even before I paid myself a wage. So it, it wasn't realistic at all. So it gets to December and I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. And a friend of mine said, look, you're a geek. You've always been a geek. You always will be a geek. And I was like, right. And he went, have you ever heard of penetration testing? And I was like, penetration testing? And I started giggling like a child because he said penetration. And I'm always one for an innuendo. Yeah. And uh, he said, yeah. He says, look into it. He said, if you want to know any more, give me a shout, all that sort of stuff. So what penetration testing is, or pen testing, just to make it sound less disgusting. (laughs) Um, A pen tester is a person who is hired by a business or a company to hack their computer systems, to try and penetrate the computer systems. So you're basically a legal hacker. You're given permission by the business, you try and hack it, and then whatever you find or don't find, you then write a report on that, and then that business then mitigate the things that you've found. And it's planned in the way that I will try and hack it in the way that a hacker will to try and stop. Because if I can close the doors before they go through, then we can do it that way. The problem is there is no straightforward way into being a pen tester. If you want to be a truck driver, you go and do your theory test, you go and do some lessons, you go and take your test. Right? If you want to be a surgeon, Right, you go off, you go to university, you study medicine, you study biology, right? You get your degree, then you have to go into the trade. There's set pen testing. There isn't a set way, right? There's no instant access course. You, there's no you do that course, you can get a job as a pen tester. Then also, it was like, well, where am I going to learn to do this? 
So I learned a surprising amount on the internet. Uh, so YouTube had quite a lot. There's quite a few specific now online um, libraries and things like that, specific to cybersecurity. So which is which is good. Um, obviously, when you leave, you go through the Career Transition Partnership. Um, they really, really wanted to help. They did. They wanted to help with so much of their heart. But unfortunately, wanting to help isn't the same as helping. And they didn't know what courses I needed. Uh, they didn't know what to suggest. So realistic, I mean, if I was still access, if I still had access to it, I've still got my resettlement budget because mm -hmm. I didn't touch it. Yeah. Because I was keeping it for a course that I didn't know if I needed and things like that. So um, I was lucky in the fact that I was put in touch with a couple of guys through LinkedIn who were ex-military who'd got into cybersecurity. They put me in touch with other people. I grew a bit of a network of people who were in cybersecurity and stuff like that. And eventually um, got put onto a company called uh, the Crucial Academy. Crucial Academy were, it was a very, it was their very first course. And their plan was, is that they was aimed at ex-military and we take you from um, never doing any cybersecurity before. It was a three-week course. And at the end of it, we will try and give you a qualification in cybersecurity. So there was 250 people applied for the course. There was only 10 places. Um, it wasn't just a, can you blag your way in by chatting? Uh, there was a technical um, a, uh, technical interview where you had to go down to the offices. You sat there. They had a computer plugged into a pr projector and they'd say, right, show me how you do this. And you would have to do it on the computer without any prompt or anything in front of them. And they could see exactly what you were doing on the computer screen, which was for a person who had only learned the stuff that I'd learned on the internet, I was like, am I doing this right? I don't know. Um, luckily, I managed to get on the course. Um, the course was mind-numbing. Uh, very, very technical. I was massively out of my my depth. Um, but it was the first time in a long time I actually applied myself academically because I had a lot riding on it. I was like, if I don't get this, if I don't get this qualification and I don't do this, I don't get a job. If I don't get a job, I'm screwed. So um, I had a lot riding on it. I passed the course. And then um, whilst I was living, whilst I was homeless, I was living on uh, basically on uh, in Chris's spare bedroom. So uh, a mate, a mate. Yeah, a mate, a mate, a mate. Mate, mate. Mutual mate, yeah. <laughs> Um, I was living in Chris's spare bedroom and um, I had a recruiter get in touch with me who said, look, I think we can get you a job at this place. I was like, right, okay. So I had a telephone interview. I then had a technical interview where the technical interview, good old te technology, didn't work properly. So it turned into a technical interview without um, the technical side, which is actually harder because you have to physically explain what you would do as opposed to just showing you can do it um and then the final part was my formal interview which was supposed to be an hour and a half and turned into four hours long um, <laughs> wow. 
So, and yeah, at the end of it all, I was offered a job. Nice. So, nice. I am, so as of November, November 2020, I've been working for the company um, as a as a pen pen tester. Brilliant. Um, for two years. So fantastic, fantastic. I get to um, yeah, I get to hack people legally, <laughs> which is nice. So it sounds like you're in a nice stable position now. Yes. Um, so that's good to hear. And uh, just want to say that this has been quite a journey. Um, <laughs> learned an awful lot, and and I think you're doing. Are you still doing archery now? Just to to briefly cover some last bits because we've we've gone a long time, and I, I don't want people to. Yeah, turn I, I'm, off I'm now, distinctly. But... Uh, yeah, I didn't realize we'd gone that long. <laughs> wow. But but is there any last little bits uh, that you want to share with people uh, regarding veterans or or anything like that? If it, if you're in a situation where everything looks bleak, everything looks really bad, and everything is like. Just to coin it, just to say, it, everything just looks and feels shit. Just believe that it does get better. Okay. In good. the end, it does. Um, in twenty seven, like twenty seventeen, I was literally in. I was my own worst enemy. My idea of hell was spending, like, time in my own presence. That was my idea of hell. Um, fast forward to now. I have a job which I really enjoy. In fact, I have a job that I adore. I enjoy getting up for work, which is something that I lost in the army towards the later time, um, especially when I was at army headquarters. Um, and I then, I, I don't know whether it was just a moment of stupidity or what, but when I was home, when I made myself homeless, single and unemployed, I think that was my right. I have nowhere else to go but up from here. And that was where I was like, right, I'm now going to start doing shit for me and start looking after myself. Good, yeah. So, and that's where I was like, right, okay. So I started studying for myself. I started applying for jobs for myself. And then when the job came up, I was like, no, no, I will come to you. I will move to you mm -hmm. because I had nothing keeping me anywhere. Good, yeah. So it's a case of once you realize that it it can get better then you pick it you make a decision you stick with that decision and you push yourself mm. to get out of the situation good advice man that's, that's a good way to end i think Cheers. um so i, I just want to say thank you for sharing everything that you've gone through and your experiences through your time thank no you so much mate. um and also thank you for your time because your time is precious it, it is to everybody so thank you for your time as well. No, mate, thank you. It's um, It's been really good to catch up after uh, quite some time. Yeah. And has this been good going through everything? Because it's quite a, quite a long thing. Yeah, I didn't realise it was so much. <laughs> but it's been good for you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, perfect. And lastly, thank you for your service. No, absolutely. It, it's, you're probably the same, same as me. If I don't do it, someone else will. So I may as well make sure it's done properly. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Big headed as always. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks so much, Gareth. Cheers, mate. This has been Military Veterans Podcast. Out. Out.